Hey there, we are Rob and Joanna Teigen. Welcome back to the Growing Home Together podcast. We've been married for over 30 years and we've parented our five kids through all the ages and stages. We're excited to share our passion for caring for the soul of your family with you. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, friends. Thank you so much for joining us today at the Growing Home Together podcast. Rob and I are kind of keeping it real today. Something that you've heard us say lots of times before is that we're really committed to quality time as a couple. I mean, even back when the kids were small, once a month, we would scrape together whatever money we had left in our budget and pay the sitter and go out to dinner and make sure it happened. And then as the kids got older, that started turning into a weekly rhythm and and date night has just been a really big deal for as long as we can remember. But I have to say, this last couple months, well, what do you think, honey? Maybe more like three months? Yeah, the summer was insane. Uh, yeah, there. I can't remember a time that it has been such a struggle to just get alone, make eye contact, have conversation, have fun, as it has been these last three months. And, and we've really struggled around that because this feels new for us. Right? Yeah, for sure. I had a crazy amount of travel that we weren't expecting. My mom got sick. And so I spent another week um, out west with that. And there's just been a lot of those kind of things. We, our middle schooler started school the same week that our um, youngest daughter went up to college. And so we had to divide and conquer there. And we've just even had a couple dates where we're, we're like, let's go grab something. And the phone rang or something happened to interrupt it. And it's just been, yeah, just a really strange time that way. So, yeah. And you know, we're feeling it. We are. We we miss each other. It's, it's interesting here. You have two people who work from home at the same time. You'd think that even grabbing coffee in the kitchen that we would have some quality time or a little bit of fun. But honestly, um, there's just been so much pulling at us. And it's hit the point where we know we're just going to have to make this happen. So yeah, we're kind of inviting you into a little day with us today. So one of the things we love to do at Growing Home Together is create resources that help draw you closer to each other and to God. That's um, what we love to do. And so one of those resources that we created a number of years ago was uh, 88 Great Conversation Starters for Husbands and Wives. And um, it was exactly for that purpose. And we've heard from a lot of you guys and friends and things that these cards have have really blessed them. Like they'll keep them in the car and and on long road trips use them. They'll take them out um, to the restaurant and it just that temptation. Um, some will leave it at the dinner table and and do it in the evenings. So it just it's something to grab to keep you away from the temptation of of going to the phone or wasting time. But it really allows you to connect. Right. Or something that we've found is in those times that we do have a conversation, right? I'm sure you guys can relate. It's so easy to just talk about the kids and talk about work and talk about, you know, does the lawn need to be mowed? And you don't really talk about anything that's just for you or that's fun. Yeah, so, that's, yeah. that's true, true connection. And so we thought we haven't uh, broken our cards out in a bit. So we decided we're going to just pull these out from the box. And um, we didn't pull them out ahead of time. So we don't know which questions are coming up. And we're just gonna go through them and answer them. So yeah, well, not 88. Don't worry, you guys, no, this won't no, no, be a no, 10 no, hour no. podcast. <laughs> no, we're not gonna do that for you. But we'll just a few of them till till uh, yeah, till you get sick of hearing it, I guess. <laughs> All right. I think you should go first. 
Okay, so, and these aren't in any particular order either. So, what is the best movie you have ever seen, the worst, and what was the first movie you remember watching as a child? Oh my goodness. Well, you know that my favorite movie ever is probably the Jane Austen movie, Emma. Uh, not the newest one, no way, but the one with Gwyneth Paltrow. And um, the one that I don't think I've ever stayed awake the whole never, way through. Never. I don't think you've ever stayed awake through any of the movies based on British authors that I've ever asked you to watch with me. That is probably It's kind of like if you asked me to watch football, you know. I love British TV though too, but uh, yeah, no, yeah. I haven't been able to muster them. Right. But you know that I love this movie so much that we actually named our oldest daughter Emma because yeah, that book is just a favorite for me. Or not a book. Well, the book and the movie. So what else were you asking? The worst movie. Hmm. I think it was when I was in high school and a whole group of us friends got together and somehow someone thought it was a great idea to turn on a horror movie, which you couldn't pay me enough money to sit through one of those. And I think I sat through the whole thing stuck in someone's basement waiting for it to be over just with the covers over my head the whole time. It was terrible. Was it like just a regular one or was it one of the slasher kind? Because you, oh, it you, was full on, just nasty. You hate any kind of blood or violence I or anything. I do, so. I do. That's the blanket over the head. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I think the first movie I remember seeing in the theater, and this is totally dating me, you guys, is when Star Wars first came out. My dad took my brother and I, so that was That's kind the of first, a big deal. First one you remember? Yeah, we just didn't go to the movies a lot when I was a kid. Okay, so are we going to both answer the same question, or are we going to try different ones? I think I'm going to just. You're going to pull Because okay. see, now you have time to think about it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, card number 16. Oh, this is awesome. What was the worst outfit that your mother ever made you wear? Oh, gosh. Okay, so this actually wasn't that long ago. Your mom um, made you wear something not long ago? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't. We were looking through old photos i was looking through with the kids oh when you okay sure and we came across a picture when i was in fifth grade and the kids would not stop laughing they were literally rolling on the floor because first of all i don't know like i had a bowl cut you know one of the oh yeah but i don't know what my mom was thinking because it was like a layered bowl cut so i don't know what she asked the barber like you know, bowl cuts bad enough, but this is like layered. And I was wearing this like really uh, kind of westerny like vest that was kind of velvety, but then had like white puff. I don't know what that. Did it have like, fringe? The, it didn't have fringe, but oh, okay. it had like, I don't know. Oh, like the Sherpa fleece yeah, kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and I'm I was just it. like, did she like send me off to get beat up that day? I don't know, but <laughs> it's it's. Yeah, that was... yeah, which is really funny because your mom, she's a, a very well-dressed lady. She's got a great sense of style. So I, know. I don't know what was well, going back on then, 50 maybe years ago. Back, back then, maybe that was well-dressed. If, right, if, your parents, if your parents are sending you off, for, it was for school pictures. So obviously she wanted me to look nice and thought it was stylish. But um... Well, to be fair, our son had school picture day last week. And true confession, I forgot. So I sent my kid to school and just a whatever t-shirt. At least she tried. I didn't even try. So okay. Go mom. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was no shade on my mom. It's just, you know, like, and I'm sure back then it was probably fine. But anyway, okay, your turn. Uh, name three character traits you admire the most about me. Ooh, okay. Wow. I think that you are 
always aware that life should have some balance between work and fun. And so if somebody's going to create some fun, it's probably going to be you. And if I wasn't married to you, my life would probably look pretty, pretty beige. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. And then I have to say, I really like watching you engage with other people. You have this um, quality about you that builds trust in people. So people seem to be able to share their struggles, um, maybe share things that they've been carrying around that are really heavy because they know that you're a safe person. And I think it takes somebody special to be able to do that. And you do it so quickly. Like there's something in your demeanor and the way that you communicate your sincerity that just opens people up to you. I love that. And I have to say, now that we've turned that corner and now we're grandparents that just watching you grandparent is just all kinds of fun for me. I remember when we became parents, when I saw it, you as not just my husband, but also being the dad of our kids. I mean, it just made me fall in love with you in a whole new way. And now I get to kind of have that 2.0 because oh, you are just the greatest grandpa. Oh, thank you. Well, man, that's fun. It's fun. And tomorrow we get to see our little granddaughter we coming from Costa Rica. So we do. That's going to be exciting. I know. So I get to see you. I can't wait. Grandparents some more. Okay. Card number 14. You know, this is kind of funny because this just came up recently. Uh, the question is, whose marriage do you most admire and what elements of their relationship would you like to see in ours? Wow. Okay. So I have to keep talking because there shouldn't be dead air time, but I have to think. Um, you know, so many great couples. I know we do. And that's why it almost makes it harder to, to because there's different things in, in different couples that we are friends with or that we get to interact with. And so to pick one is... is um, Tricky. Well, how about instead of whose marriage do you most admire, just whose marriage do you admire in some way? Then the pressure's off. Yeah, I guess I would say our um, son, our oldest son and his wife, um, Cassie. They are, I don't know, they just have seem to have all the elements as far as they have great teamwork. You just see that like the way they're, you know, they're busy too, but the way that they work together on their schedule and they just constantly seem to support each other and they're always encouraging each other. Like I don't ever sense, you know, Josh always lets her go and do her things with her friends, even with young family and, and she does the same and they support each other in their their pursuits. And um, they also seem, they definitely carve out quality time for each other. And that's really important to them. And yeah, we were just kind of talking about how we can learn from from younger couples. And, and they're definitely ones that I watch and just admire um, how they love each other so well. And they're so respectful of each other. They just always talk very well of each other. And um, I love the way they look at each other. I love how Josh has has my little bit of crazy dry sense of humor and she laughs and thinks he's funny. And so, um, yeah, I think they're, they're great. Yeah, I do too. And I know this isn't my question, but they had their seventh anniversary and I know there's kind of that cliche seven year itch, but it's been proven actually in marriages that that does seem to be a pivot point where it starts getting really real between you. So I don't think what we're seeing even is kind of that honeymoon effect as of being a young couple. They just really, love each other so consistently and so well. And so I think selflessly that I'm right there with you. It's really, it's really fun to have kids who 
set an example for you. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, and, and okay. And then if I'm going to, I did think too, um, Carol and Jean Kent. Carol Kent is an author. And the last couple of years, I've gone to her Speak Up conference and worked with her on some book projects. And they are just, they wrote a book. We had them on our podcast and they wrote a, a marriage book. And you can just tell, I've gotten to observe them enough and the way Jean supports Carol in uh, what God's called her to do and the way he, Carol honors him and supports what he does in the ministry. Um, they're another, they'd be a couple, a, a few, married a few years more than than us that I really admire and respect. Yeah, they, they really have a beautiful relationship going on. All right, here we go. This is question 72. What was a time in your life when you had to be brave? In what ways do you see courage in me? I'm getting all the questions where I get built up here. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. When did I have to be brave? You know, what comes to mind right away is when you and I were foster parenting and we would have to go to court every three months for those status hearings as decisions were being made for the the little boy who was so precious to us. And I think kind of every day of that season felt like it required a lot of courage because we had to be prepared to say goodbye at any moment. I mean, foster cases are kind of inherently unpredictable mm -hmm. and his case was very complex. And so you entirely give your heart to this little person, but you don't know how long you'll be able to stay in relationship with them just as things move forward. And so um, I think it took a certain aspect of bravery to say, I'm going to love you with all I've got while we have this time without any control over the outcome, knowing that really it could end with a painful goodbye and some heartbreak, but to just keep loving him anyway. And I think... Um, I saw courage in you too, because some days that just felt too hard. And the days when maybe my bravery was kind of falling, yours was strong and you helped keep me going. Yeah, I think having to be brave, even for each other, really changed our relationship in a way maybe we wouldn't have experienced otherwise, would yeah. you say? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I definitely, that's been a little while, I've definitely seen you brave seen you be brave quite a few more times th since then too. But um, that's the last one you remember. I I would say when we started growing home, you had to be really brave. I remember that. I kind of pulled you, we were writing, but you know, I quit my day job and pulled you into this growing home together thing full time. And like, you had no idea what I was pulling you into, like had to jump into blogging on a regular basis. I mean, you really almost stepped into like, okay, it's time to start a full-time job again, you know, from years of, of being mom and, and doing the writing thing on the side, you know, we, we really were doing that full-time and you had to learn so much with, I mean, to the point now, uh, you know, I started working a day job again here and, and you're, you're running so much of it through the, uh, administrative side and keeping a lot of the socials going and keep it. I'm just so you've had to be brave at different points of, of this journey as well. So, right. Well, I think it's, I mean, it is kind of funny in a way how God will call you out of your comfort zone. I mean, we say that a lot. So here he took two introverts and asked them to be communicators. <laughs> so, yeah. so I Which was think fine when he said, go in, you know, in an office and write, but uh, yeah. 
Right. But again, I think that that's where as we have, you know, up and down phases with our with our confidence and our understanding of what's next. And when you are just resolved and brave to just keep on serving and keep on growing and learning, you know, that helps me too. So yeah, you're next, right? Oh, yeah, are you right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is kind of funny that you got this question. Um, okay, this is number 69. Hey, Rob, what is the best pet that you have ever had? And what kind of animal makes the most ideal pet? And you guys, the reason this is funny is because we are constantly, I mean, daily laughing about how I am the the dog fanatic in the house and Rob is barely tolerating it. So <laughs> I'm anxious to hear your answer. Okay. Um, the best animal. So I will say that we had a greyhound dog um, who passed away. How long ago now? A couple. Three years. Three years. And she was 12. Did she make it to 12? I think almost. Okay. Um, and we got her when she was five and she just came into our house and like jumped up on the couch and this was her home. The minute we found out about her and she was just, she settled into our home so perfectly. And she was every non-dog lover's <laughs> dog dream because she was just sweet and quiet and you know she didn't chew the legs off the chairs like our other dog did <laughs> no she didn't jump up on the counters she didn't bark hardly ever only on the fourth of july when the fireworks would go off and so uh yeah i would say out of the dogs we've had over the years she was the best and then i did have a cat garfield when i was um seventh grade and then he got sick and passed away but yeah, I named him Garfield because I like Garfield, but he was he was black and or gray and white. Okay, uh, so I forgot that you had a cat, and I, that makes me curious because we've never been able to have cats at our house because everybody around here has major allergies. So I've never asked you if you missed being able to have a cat. Not really. <laughs> Not really. Okay. <laughs> no, it was a fun for that season, but I've never. I guess I don't know. My kids, my kids have said said to me, "Dad, do you have a soul?" Because I'm just not like a dog or animal, big animal lover. So I like moose and I like bear, outdoor, right. not outdoor animals. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I think you must have a soul because um, our giant Bernadoodle decided while Rob was traveling all these last three months to. Um, take over his side of the bed and since you're not traveling as much now she still thinks it's her side of the bed and you've been a really good sport about it so i don't think that you're anti-dog like like you'd have us believe yeah yeah yeah. well i and i didn't tell you this but i picked her up from the groomer today and i got her a pup cup so oh you are awesome oh my gosh i'm kind of having like ooh, you're cute when you love my dog i know i know it's a sacrifice but (laughs) Somebody's got to do it. So, okay, let's see. What is your ideal way to socialize with friends and how do you feel about entertaining in our home? Okay, well, those are kind of tied together to me because my favorite way to socialize with friends is to have them into our home. I just, I love that. Yeah, it's like the best day when we know we get to kind of fill up the kitchen with people. Yeah, that's definitely one of your spiritual gifts is hospitality and you're a great cook and a great host. And so, um, yeah, we love having people over and a lot of people from church, lots of friends and family. So, yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. And hey, is it okay with you if this is my last question to you? Sure. Then okay. do I get to ask you one more? Oh, sure. Before we close out? Oh my goodness. You're getting a heavy one this time, okay? Okay. Um, this is number 31. So Rob, <clears throat> it's asking you to name your fears. What are you the most afraid to lose, the most afraid to do, and where is the place you'd be most afraid to go? Whew. Glad that you got that one and not me. Wow. <laughs> I know. That is a doozy. Most afraid to lose. Well, probably you or the kids, you know, like those those are thoughts of, you know, anytime thinking of, of losing family is hard. So that's probably a, a fear. Um, sure. What about a non-living thing? What would be your thing that you're most afraid to lose? Um, the dog, because you'd kill me. <laughs> 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 I think she's a living thing. <laughs> I guess she is. Uh, I don't know. I don't have. I don't have a fear of. I don't think of losing a non thing. Okay. So, All right. Most afraid to do. Oh gosh. Okay. So oh, I was watching something on Instagram or something, and they were show like listing like the scariest jobs, and. You make you can make a hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year doing this, but it's climbing up the tower, those um, cell towers, and putting the the light on the top. But it's like two hundred and some feet up, and you only have like this little harness to do it. And there's no, I don't know. So they, I don't know if that's true, but they said it was like a hundred and thirty thousand dollars a trip. So twice a year, you, you know. But wow, I didn't know that heights bothered you like that. I could not do something like that. Like I don't think. Yeah, I, I'm not like, I don't think I'm like fear, fear heights, but if I'm closed in, but that idea of being high up in the open, that's, okay. yeah. Wow. See, you really do learn something new even after 30 some years. Wow. So um, I don't know, maybe it's just because it's fresh in my mind, but that I was like, okay, I don't think you could pay me enough to do that. Where would I be the most afraid to go? I don't know. I love to travel. I love new places, like maybe the Arctic or something. Really? What about that would be frightening? I don't know. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy from Minnesota. Wow. Okay. I know, I know, yeah. See, what comes to my mind is like going cold. down in a deep cave or something. You couldn't make me. But oh, that's wow. fair. That's fair. Like the like the ice caves. Yeah. Mm, okay. Well, I guess we won't be planning any trips. So this there's a there's quotes on these these cards too that are fun. So this one happens to have a verse on it. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed. For I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. Okay. So if I ever do have to go spelunking, God will be in the cave with me. Yep, he will. Okay, that's good to know. Isaiah 41.10 says. Okay, I'll hold on to it. (laughs) Oh, so I'm going to ask you the last question. I hope you get a one that... (laughs) Okay, well, we've already... One of these is already passed. So how do you imagine celebrating our 25th, which let's say 30th, because... We've had that too. I know. Oh, but sorry. we we did something fun. On our 30th. Yes, we did. Twenty fifth. I think we. I forget what we were doing, but I think our oh, plans something. got canceled. Wedding anniversary on the fiftieth. So the twenty fifth or the thirtieth and the fiftieth. Okay, so you want me to share what we did for our thirtieth? How would you imagine celebrating them? Okay, our anniversaries on those on those years. Okay. Hmm. Well, I think after. All of those years of you working in international sales and getting to travel the world, 
I would love to do that with you. You brought home all these stories and met all these amazing people and had all these experiences. And at the time, I was so content to be at home and kind of holding down the fort at home. But as we've, you know, shared more years together, I want to have experiences like that with you. So I think if we could travel around Europe and not even have to be in a hurry, like take some extended time. Uh, to just explore, that would be a dream come true for sure. It's a deal. Can we do it before the 50th though? Because like, yeah, we're going to be old then. <laughs> I don't think you're ever too old. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, let's not wait. That okay. seems like a long way okay. off. Is that where you're thinking for the 50th? Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> I think for both. What do you say? Uh, okay. We'll pick like, you know, the west half of Europe the first time and the east the next time. Okay. What do you say? Perfect. Okay. Love it. Love it. Well, that's a good way to end. It is. I know. And And then the traveling we have done together. Those are our best memories. Oh, I yeah. just love traveling with you. Yeah, that's, yeah, for sure. Like our trip to New York was a blast and our trip to the Grand Canyon, those, mm-hmm. um, all the trips we've done, but those yeah. two really stand out as yeah, for sure. fun ones. Well, this has been a treat, I tell you, just yeah. to kind of step away and just laugh a little and think about something you know, out of the box with you for a little bit. Actually, literally out of the box. I mean, technic- um, technically, we're kind of working, <laughs> but it were you know no, whatever awesome. you have to do to can you know to connect. So yeah, definitely. So hey, friends, if you think that these cards sound like something that you and your spouse would have a good time with, or that they could create a connection for you. Just hop on over to our website at growinghometogether.com and we have 88 great conversation starters for couples and we have actually a newer set and those are called conversation starters for couples. So, um, yeah, and they come in a box. So yeah, you can really put them in your glove box, stick them in your bag, whatever's easy. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's no there's no number. I think it's the same amount of cards. Um, but and then we also have one for for families too. Conversation starters for families and yeah, and those have been kind of handy because we do have a preteen boy who's starting to do the whole, you know, how was your day, honey? Oh, it was okay. And you know, these conversation starters are a way to maybe draw your child out just a little more than maybe they'd would on a normal day. So yeah, they're a lot of fun. And we, um, also, if you do make your way over to growinghometogether.com, we have all kinds of resources to help you pray with each other. Rob is a prolific joke book author. He's got all these great books to laugh with your kids. Um, you're going to find devotionals that help you you know, sit at the feet of the Lord together. Um, so yeah, we'd love to meet you over there. And, and also, you're able to reach out to Rob and I through email, through our website. We would love to hear from you, get to know you, pray with you. Yeah, and just get to know you better. Yeah, and let us know if you liked this podcast and maybe we'll break out the other cards sometime or the family cards and try those. Maybe we'll bring a couple of our kids on and do the family ones around here or something. Oh, that would be um, fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, can you imagine Mason? That could be a hoot. But yeah, and please, if you do enjoy the podcast, we've been really grateful for you guys tuning in. It's been it's been growing nicely. People are are telling other people about it and we really appreciate it. And so if you like it, please comment and uh maybe give it a a five star rating or something and just let other people know um if you're finding it encouraging. We just want to be available to uh to encourage families any way we can. So so thank you so much for taking the time to share our little our little half hour date today. Um at Growing Home Together, Rob and I are caring for the soul of your family. And growing home together with you. Take care. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Growing Home Together podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and found some valuable insights to help you care for the soul of your family. Remember to check out growinghometogether.com for more resources and stay tuned for our next episode coming your way soon.